Hey guys, John Faulkner here, joined again by Adam Peeney. Hello. And, uh, you know, figured we'd come up with a fun podcast today. Uh, and that is... Fun guns that some people think are dumb, but you don't care because you own them and they bring you a special kind of happiness. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where um, in the in the world that, that we live in... Everything's know, taken way too serious. Way too serious, first of all. And, and second of all, like, so listen, we get it. We both hunt shoot competitions, train. We have guns for all of that. That's not what this show, this episode is about at all. These are guns that literally, when you pull them out of your safe, take them to the range, you just smile. Yeah, like all these guns that we have on the table are guns that we individually love that the other person rags us about for owning them. For for the most part, yes. And we don't care. Like, it, it just, it's a beautiful way of spending your own money and buying things that you like that keep the economy going, but also, you know, keep guns fresh and interesting. Because if not, everybody owns the same Mark 18 from Daniel Defense. Yeah. Like, it just everybody buys the same rinse, wash, repeat system. Yeah, and, and you know, fun guns have, have been around for a long time. I mean, uh, when I think of fun guns, I think of guns that eh, quasi-fall in gaps. Yeah, they're, they're, between things. They're generally generally multi-purpose, so they'll do more than just one thing. They don't really necessarily do anything good. No, they don't do anything great. They just kind of do a lot of things okay. Yeah. Like like the MP5. Like It's heavy, Yeah. but it does a lot of things pretty cool, and it's got some great history. Um, the revolver, it holds six shots. Right. But it's cool at killing things. So, so yeah. So we're going to talk about some of our principles of kind of gun into things. And uh, for those watching on on YouTube, uh, you'll get to see some of the the guns that we brought. This isn't all of ours. I, I brought in three. Adam brought in two. This was just um, what was in my truck when I got the text message this morning of bring cool guns, and I'm like, I already got it covered. Yeah. So so we're going to dive into fun guns, and you know, fun guns is one of those things that I started, um, getting, started. More, getting more and more into. Uh, probably 10 or 15 years ago, just because I was like, I don't know, I just want to go to the range with something that I'm never going to really take that serious. Like, is the zero absolutely perfect? What is my dope all the way out to a, a certain range? Like, I just didn't care. I go, I grab it, I shoot it. And every time I would shoot these particular guns, I was like, that was fun. Yeah. I, I would say for me, it was probably within the last two, three years. Like when I finally got financially well enough to where I could just, I didn't, every gun didn't need to have a purpose. Like I've got my comp guns, I've got my go take classes and shoot things guns. And then I've got dedicated hunting guns. And then I've got the other ones, these that just make me happy. Yeah. And, and that's kind of, you know, why we wanted to have this podcast because I don't really see anybody talking about this kind of stuff and I feel like it's a, it's in the heart of every single shooter and they're generally there. like a mix of like one or two either they're obscenely expensive yes or it's like these were the parts that I found in the bottom of my my drawer yeah. that have some kind of meaning to me and I'm going to build something around it like I know John ends up with a bunch of random suppressors that just he's like I don't know what to do with this yeah. And Hence the first build. Do you want to talk about the first build? Yeah, yeah, we're going to. All right, so, so for those for those watching, you can see it here. Um, this is a uh, Ruger well, bro, American muscle, muscle, muscle. Ruger muscle. American. It's pointing that way. Ruger American Ranch um, that was a return. Yep. 
to to the to the shop. The box when it got back to us, uh, it looked like thank, somebody thank chewed on FedEx uh, or UPS, one of the two. Uh, the box was completely destroyed. Um, it's a super affordable gun. I mean, four five hundred bucks, maybe something like that. And it was chambered in seven six two by thirty nine with a sixteen inch barrel. Mm-hmm. And I was and like, it shoots relatively okay. Like uh, yeah. they're not bad guns. No. Like they're but they're accurate with the ammo that you use, like the the Igman and the Sterling that we sell pretty frequently. Like they're two to three minute guns at a hundred yeah. meters. Like yeah. that's enough to shoot pigs. That's enough to hit steel. Like you're not buying twenty dollar box right. match ammo. So they make subs. So this for gun, it. this gun was in the in the warehouse, and it was like, what are we going to do with this? You know, we're going to have to sell it as a used gun or a demo gun because the box was destroyed. And uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this one. Uh, but then I was like, but it's just, I don't need a 7.62. You don't need a 16 inch, yeah. you know? Um, you so can and then so it I had this Gemtech. Uh, what is this thing? HVT. Yeah. Uh, it weighs about the same. Uh, that can's probably a pound. It weighs about pack. as much as a Buick. Yeah. Okay. And, and I, it, it's, it's, 1990s early 2000s technology um it's extremely heavy and uh, and it's just been sitting literally in in the back of my safe for at least five six years yeah once, um, you, once you form a can it's yours it's forever. mine and the tech so, gets old as you know everything advances so you got to figure out ways to repurpose yeah, and, those old and dirty s- suppressors and so i took this can and i was like ah you know that aha moment? Mm-hmm. Most fun guns will will have a ah. Uh, it's that when it yes. all comes together. That's right. That's right. You know, uh, the clouds part, the sun shines right on a couple of parts, and they just go together like Legos. So what I did was uh, I sent out the barrel. I had it cut and threaded. And uh, this one ended up being about nine and three quarters inches, I believe. And you ask, if you ask me, why did you do nine and three quarters of an inch? Because when I welded the can onto the barrel, it made it exactly 16 inches. So I'm back to a 16 inch Ruger uh, American Ranch Edition, but it's suppressed. Yep. It actually and is pretty quiet. Like with, yeah. with subs, it's with, actually pretty Yeah, you put setup. in some like Silver Bear uh, subsonic 7.62 by 39 ammo on it. And like you just you just have fun with it. I have some uh, uh, mini thirty mags, so if you want to put a, a larger mag in it, you know you can have fun. The, uh, the mailbox optic is a phenomenal. Yeah, choice. I put a hollow I put a hollow sun optic on it, um, just because I was like, yeah, I had it laying around, throw it well, on it, and it's a red dot. I mean, it it works. You, you, um, you spend nothing on the gun. You're not right. going to dump a thousand dollars into an optic. Right. And uh, I had to cut the stock a little bit, which is a polymer stock, so that wasn't bad. I took it over to the shop, ran oh, it on the belt sander. We've done some questionable stock modifications. Yeah, ran it on the building. belt sander, polished the bolt with a little mother's pol- polish, uh, you know, lap. Because what's headspace? Right. Who cares? Um, and literally, you can't find a round A that doesn't go bang in this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've shot it out to two, three hundred yards. It hits steel. It like it moves works. it around. It works, and it's such a fun gun. It's relatively light. It it does whatever that thing of like having yeah. fun, super cheap. Whatever whatever out. steel ammo I can find, it goes in it. Yeah. So that care. gun lives off of 
Like when we like, get shipments in, there's generally like one or two boxes that are a little bit damaged. Yeah. That's all that gun lives off. That's it. it. It eats garbage ammo that like, you know, somebody drops uh, during shipping ammo. return ammo that was destroyed by UPS again. Uh, and that's all this gun eats. So that was why I made this gun. And it's fun every time I pull it out of the box. What? Let's let's talk about the uh, the big old six shooter you got yep. here. Uh, so such a bad idea. No, it was a great idea. This gun, it was an okay idea. Starts started for my love of hunting. So living in Georgia, I got to hunt quite a bit for you know everything from pigs to decent sized deer, and then I moved back here to Florida. And the deer here, a big one, is about the size of a Rottweiler yeah. on a lucky day. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I was like, the my big rifles serve no purpose here so and also i think the season here in florida is like three minutes yeah i mean so your population's not huge here so so yeah i had to look for other ways to give myself a longer span of time i already bow hunt rifle hunt do all that but i never did handgun hunting so i looked around and i was like maybe i'll buy a 44 maybe i'll buy a 357 and initially this whole thing started was like i'm gonna hunt with a desert eagle and I was like, that's a lot of money. Especially like the ones when it's like, I'm going to buy a gold and black one. That's just crazy cash. But And you have to buy it in 50 yeah. AE. Like you just, yeah. it's cool to own the, the 357s, but it just ended up being something that was more like, this is what I want to do. This is what I should do. So I started looking at revolvers, going through our inventory here, looking at, uh, you know, the 629s, uh, the Model 19 comped guns, like, I was just like, ah, I kind of want a revolver now. Um, and I remembered that Smith made a 10 mil that could shoot 40. You know, from time to time, we'll get police trade-in of 40 cal ammo, and it's cheaper than nine, and it shoots really well. Runs off a moon clip, and they these pistols are relatively accurate. I mean, I've shot this gun with the dot out to 150 meters with no problem. And there's some pretty nasty 10 millimeter ammo. So we got it in. Normally they're all silver. It's a four-inch or stainless. Yeah, uh, it's a four-inch barrel. We gave it to our buddy Nike, who did a great matte black Cerakote job. Uh, it has Apex Gunworks trigger kit in it, and then their Acro mount. This the reason I did the Acro mount was I bought this Acro off John, yep. and I had it sitting when I replaced it with a P2, so it wasn't doing anything. And I was like, perfect hunting gun setup. And that's what it's become. Like, I love shooting it. I can shoot really hot 10 millimeter out of it, or I can shoot 40 cal. And it, it's a fun gun. It makes me feel like a cowboy anytime I thumb the hammer back. Like, you'll just I'll come out and I'm like, hey, what's going on? We'll spin it. We just It's a silly gun, but I enjoy it. And when I first got it, John was the biggest naysayer. This is the worst idea you've ever had. Yeah, he's had a lot of bad ideas. I thought this one was right up there. And I just was like, hold my drink, let me and watch me work. And it came back and it's everything I wanted to be. No, I was right on the grips, right? Yeah, that was a bad choice. Okay, so I you. purchased a set of grips. I'm not going to say the brand. And I was like, these look so cool. They're going to be great. And then I was like, this thing's still got some recoil. Yeah. And I, I, I sent the first shot off with 200 grain HST. And it felt like somebody hit me in the hand with a wiffle ball bat. And I was like, nope, I'm too soft for this. So I threw the rubber grips back on and it just yeah. shoots great. I don't ever shoot it in double action. You know, I just, everything is kind of from the bench, single action, which is like the plan to hunt with this is I'll bring a, uh, my tripod with a rest and you know, that's, I'm gonna lay it down and yeah. if I see a deer, I'm gonna put it on the shoulder and pull the trigger. 
And if not, it's it's a fun gun to shoot other critters. I've already killed two pigs and an armadillo with it, and it works great. Yeah, and and I'll tell. I mean, we we rag on each other nonstop, you know. And and the whole thing was, so you started with a forty four, and I was like, what about ten mil? But then I was like, if you're going to a ten mil, just go get a cool polymer ten mil. Go get a Glock forty. No, I, go I've get had- a five. Go get an FN five ten, and that was the whole part of it being a fun gun. He was like, "I just want a revolver. I have, I have Glocks. Yeah. I have like, I've got plenty of semi-auto guns, and I had a really cool ten millimeter G twenty that agency built me years ago. And I didn't really like it. Right. Like it was a lot of recoil. The gun moves all over the place, and I was like, I want it to be basically a bolt rifle, yeah. but for a handgun. And revolvers do that in spades. You know, I don't have to worry about chasing the brass if I want to load it. You know, everything comes out. It loads really easy. The moon clips are easy to use. Like, it's just, it's a simple, fun gun that every time I shoot it with 200 grain, hard cast, like 1,400 feet per second ammo, it puts the biggest smile on my face. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think, you know, before we move on to the next gun, I think that's something that a lot of fun guns are usually, I think, for the most part, how I view it. It's some. It's an odd round, usually that you don't shoot very much of, uh, and we're not taking these guns out and shooting like, oh, I'm taking a class this weekend and shooting a thousand rounds. Through yeah, it. it's, like it's there's some, gun. like the MP5 yeah, like and the Fox, you can yeah. do that. Um, I see a lot of like I have a couple fun guns. I didn't bring them today. They're 22s. Mm-hmm. For me, usually if it's not like one of these, it's either a 22 or a really big rifle round for yeah. some a 4570 or, or something like that that and generally one of the fun things with these type of guns is the weird quirks and work throughs that you have in the yeah. the journey of them yeah. like i don't know about you but like this gun after i had it coded i me being the dumb dumb that i am i didn't pay attention i probably should have cleaned the the cylinder out and every once in a while like it gets sticky and i gotta like put the rod on the table and punch the you know the ammo yeah. out of it and I'll kind of kickstart a revolver, yeah, you know? and it's just like this is a thing that randomly happens. So there's there's no speed reloads to right. this gun, right? So you know, my second gun, I've been I've been toying with this thing for, oh. for quite a while here. For those toying watching. and headache go hand uh, in hand. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a uh, it's a Sig Legion uh, X5 that I've put into a Flux Raider uh, chassis system, and. It's one of those things where, like, listen, is it the best do-it-all gun? No. I could just grab, you know, one of my M&Ps or a Glock, you know, on my night. Technically, same thing. If I wanted to go just a a scooch, a scooch bigger, you could get get an MP5. It's fast, like, deploying it. It's small, but it's like... Fast and small has never pleased right. anybody. Right, right. I mean, you, it works you, for you. Yeah, you know, um, you could get a honey badger. You could get a Maxim Defense PDX and 300 blackout. They would My both MCX be better than like, this. Right, they'd both be better than this. You could get a handgun. It would fit in smaller places than this. Um, what I love about this is I love the ingenuity that the Flux Company has put into this chassis. The, the way that you can drop the mag, the way that you can drop both mags, just doing fast reloads is fun. The way that the- Nikki st- has video of me like trying to figure out the magazines. I'm like, I just need to take the front out. So I'll press the button and both of them dump out and just yeah. I'm like- <coughs> But, but what, once what you happened? get the hang of it, you know, that was what intrigued me because there's operations on this gun that are really like no other gun 
out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it stands alone in terms of like this is a thing that has its own quirks. It has its yeah. own system requirements. Um, it shoots really well. Like I've shot it quite a bit. Um, doesn't work with a can, but no, that's its own thing. We're trying to figure that out. Yeah, we, we've spent the last little bit of like, why won't you run with yeah. a silencer yeah. at all? Yeah. Like, but it, other than that, like it shoots great accuracy wise. You know, we've shot 115s, 124s, 147s, 158s. We've ran through the gamut. The magazines are easily attainable. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, and one of the cool parts, I mean, you can put plus five base pads on this thing and like this package right here with both mags in it, you're carrying 44 rounds mm -hmm. plus one in the tube, 45, like, and it weighs significantly less than this. Thing. Right. Right. So, so yeah, so the flux is something that I've been, you know, toying with. Um, do I defend my life with this? No, I have other things that yeah. I, I have to do that with. Do I, you know, do this or that? No, it's just something that Usually, and Adam has seen it, you go to the rifle range and, or we go out to the range to shoot rifles and it's like, oh, I'll just throw it in my bag. Yeah. I'll just, it doesn't take up a lot of space. It's not very heavy. And like I'll load both mags usually. And I don't even bring a spare mag. I just throw both the mags in it and 45 rounds and have fun with it. And then when the day's over, the day's over. Yep. You know, so, um, so that's, you know, that's something that I'm working on as well. Um, I think they're, they're a fantastic company. Uh, the SIG modularity, love it. Yeah. That, love that, it. It's one thing that I will give SIG on the 320. That's uh, the, Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, like you can, that thing could be whatever you want it to be. It is yeah. the Honda Civic of handguns. You yeah. want to, you know, throw some stickers on it and add some horsepowers, it's the one that's to right. do it with. And it's relatively cost effective. Like that gun fully set up doesn't come close to like the base model of other PCC guns. Yeah. So, all right, and then our, our last two here, they kind of fall into the same category, so I figured we'd kind of do them at the same same time. So what do you have? Uh, so this is a MP5 clone. Uh, it's actually, it's an A1 configuration, so it has the longer barrel, it's not a K. Uh, Which I prefer. Yeah, I wanted it to be an MP5. Did you want a, did you want a K? No, I did not want okay. it. Like, I had offers to get those, and I just, it, I didn't see it in the movies. Like it wasn't the, it wasn't the first SAS operation gun. Like the MP5s ha have an incredible lineage. They have a ton of parts. <clears throat> They're well supported. They're robust. I mean, you just want to be that 1980s seal. Oh, dude! At, yeah. Every time I hop out of my truck with this thing slung on the front of me, I'm like, let's go shoot some Iranian hostage takers right now. Like I, I'm just, I'm ready to go. And it's just fun. It's quiet. It runs every bit of ammo that I've ever want to run out of it. It's easy. Like if I, we have a transferable or a machine gun trigger pack that I can put yeah. into it and it becomes select fire gun. You know, taking a can on and off is super easy. Uh, it gets relatively small. The magazines are obscenely expensive. Yes. So like uh, if I buy one of the straight mags, I think they're like $200. Um, but there's tons of, Support Surplus, out there. older the, mags out the there. MKE mags, mags yeah. work really well. Um, Magpul now supports the platform. It's just, it's a fun gun. It shoots really, really well. It's it, iconic too. Yeah, I mean, I I love everything about this system. The the, the sling, the whole thing. It's it's everything I wanted it to be in a machine gun yeah. nine millimeter platform. 
that wasn't an AR because we've got buckets of those yep. and it's just it's so different than anything else in my collection yeah and my my nine mil here um this is something that i've had for i want to say like seven years something like that you've had it for a hot minute yeah um this is this is originally an angstad uh udp9 um it's an integrally suppressed ar nine mil PCC, whatever you want to call it, um, uses a full, full buffer system and, and everything in it. And I love the fact that it was, it was an integrally, uh, built gun that, that was attainable at the time. Um, Angstad worked with KG made back in the day to have a, an integrally suppressed barrel. Uh, so it's really cool. The can comes all the way pretty much to the back, yeah, to the front the of the receiver. Tension nut on the it front. uses a tension nut on the front. The barrel um, is is ported and threaded. Yep, like so, the old MP5 SDs. Yeah, just like just like the original MP5s. So what that allows you to do is is I could literally take you can screws run out. Fifteen right. supers that sound sound sub-sonic. like subs, or I can put screws in uh, because it bleeds off pressure. If I want to run 147s through it. Uh, if I had all the holes out, it drops at about 80 to 100 feet per second. Put the screw, set screws back in it, and it gets it right back to quasi where it comes what from. What mags does it take? This takes this one. So this one takes Glock mags. Okay. So um, like I've always used the Colt straight sticks, yeah. which I've been a fan of. But now with the ability to use Glock and 320 magazines, why yeah. would you not go with those? Yeah. So, and, and here's one of those things. Uh, you know, you have those guns where... They're five, six, seven years old, but yet you kind of keep making little changes mm -hmm. to them. There was a there was a time where I was going to put an MP5, one of the quarter circle ten MP5 lowers Man, on it. There's a name I haven't heard in right? years. Right, and I was like, because it just looked dope if you had that MP5 mag. Yeah, everybody wants out. everybody wants this mag, right. especially when you couple them together. Right, Dude, you know, it's, it's that look. Magazines. It's that look, and that's what I was kind of going for. Um, so you got to hit them. The, the but, checkout, but it wasn't even, and it wasn't even the lower. It was the mags. I was like, "Gosh, do I really want to spend like eighty, ninety, you know, hundred bucks oh, for these?" They're, and then, they're offensive, but it's like this mag will last probably my children. Yeah, and then um, so that was kind of the route I was going to go. I was like, "All right, I got to find one of these to buy." I was going to redo this gun, and then Magpul releases the D fifties, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh, dude, a Glock fifty round, like it looks cool. With a little drum at the bottom of it." So I was like, oh, okay, so that, that was why I left it this way. Um, if you're wondering like, oh, why does he have a tan light and a tan charge and a tan grip? They literally were laying around. Yeah, I mean. It's they, just... they came off of another gun. I'm not trying to be like tactical or anything. Um, I have a TACCON G3 trigger, in, 3G, 3G3 uh, trigger in this thing. Yeah, if you ever want to try the worst trigger in the world, pick up any MP5. They're awful. So, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, I had this trigger laying in a box. And I was Stuff like, it in. Oh, if it works, put it in. Keep rocking. Um, I have a, I have a uh, burn proof gear uh, handguard wrap on this thing because you're pretty much holding a suppressor. Yeah. I mean, you got like, ugh. if you had a, a 64th of an inch of space between the suppressor and the handguard, I would be surprised. So you're pretty much just holding a suppressor. Um, but that, so, I mean, that's the trade-off of, of shortening that system right, up so much. Right. Like the SDs have always dealt with that same problem of like, I'm holding a silencer, you know, a quarter inch from my hand. 
Yeah. It's going to get hot. That's what they do. They're big mufflers. They trap heat. Yep. Um, so that was that was really that that's all I've done to it. I put a, a hollow sun optic. Great it. choice in optic. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. When you have to have a mailbox <laughs> on top, get yourself one of those. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, they got solar power on top. They'll Dude, go for days. That's one of the things I love uh, about the Romeo Four T. Like, it was it was an optic that we got on a deal. Yeah. We bought like ten of them. They mm-hmm. were unbelievably cheap, and I'm like, I'm gonna get a bunch of these because they have great operational background yeah. and they're super robust. And, but it's got multiple reticles. So like yep. I had this zeroed in at 50 and then there's hold off reticles that gives me a hundred and one fifty. Like I've used this thing to jump out of my truck and shoot critters off the side of the road relatively frequently on, yeah. on our, my travel to and from work and just like a good optic that, you know, it's not an aim point. It never will be. Right. But it's also like I could buy two of them for what the aim point costs, you know, does it look great? It's debatable. I think it looks well. It's the same with, it's with the Holosan. It's like, it works. Yeah. It does what it needs to. Like, if you want to point at something, it's going to aim you nice. Yeah. All right. So we, we've talked about some of our builds. Um, and what are some of yours? Yeah. Comment below. What are some of the things that you're, you're working on or in the works or shoot all the time? Um, I see a couple of yours here, Adam. What are, what are some that you might have in the works? Either, either on your bench, in your box, or in your head. So right now, the... The one that I ha- the two that I have going, the obscenely ob- expensive guns are my uh, JSOC 416 guns. So I have uh, two HK 416s. Uh, I have completely taken down uppers and lowers. I sent those out to be tanidized. Uh, those should be back. I'm hoping next week. Uh, I'll slam them all together. It's it's one of those ones where you just look at the price and you're like. Oh, but at the end of the day, it's exactly what I want. Like I've got friends that have served with those guns. They have an amazing history. I am always been a 416 guy. I've owned uh, a dozen of them in my last 10 years and they're just great guns. And it's, you know, they're both SBRs. So I'm always going to have them. And I was just finally like, Hey, I, I have all the parts. I have the time. I have the finances. I have the security. I'll just, get them done and build them the way I want. They both have LA five lasers on them. They've got surefire cans. Like they are the two most expensive things that I have that like, I shoot the short gun pretty frequently. I've competed with the, Mm -hmm. the 14 and a half inch gun, but they're, those are the two, like when I'm done, that'll be like the, the cherry of my like super fun guns that serve no real purpose in my life. Um, but other than that, I don't think I have anything else on the docket. What about in the head? In the head, eh. You always have to have a back build. Come it's on machine now. guns, man. Like, yeah. I, I want to do it. I have my LVAW, which is a 300 Blackout MCX. I want to make that a machine gun. That's the the next thing. But it's like, get licenses, submit forms, get that done. So that'd probably be a year before I, I do that. Um, the 416s are the, are the big hurdle. Once they're done, I'll be like, that's a lot of stress out of my life and it'll be a lot of parts out of my office. Right. Cause John walks by and looks at the parts of HK in these boxes and just shakes his head at me. Cause you know, you also get kind of blown away when you take apart guns that you necessarily haven't taken apart. Like I've ripped apart so many M fours in my life that first time I took a four sixteen apart and took the lower apart. I was like, there's so many over engineered, 
well-designed and well-made German parts in that gun yeah. that I'm like, this gun will never die. There's a reason why they never die. And that's what I have going on. What about you? Nice. Uh, so I was thinking about this. Um, so I like all things SBR for yep. the most part. Um, in my head, so I had one, I had one when they first came out. I'm looking for a Micro 7 300 Blackout. The old AAC gun. The old AAC yep. gun. I had one when they first came out. Um, I shot it for a while. I mean, this was like when 300 Blackout was still called like 300 Whisper. Whisper. Okay. Um, you know my, and, my Black and, Bolt guns in SBR, right? Is it? Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and at the end of the day, you know, like I had this, I mean, gosh, it had to be circa like 2012, 2013, maybe, you know, even maybe before that. Um, I don't remember when I got it, but I was just kind of like, at the time I was like, meh. Oh, dude, meh. I thought that. And, and I got rid of it. The AAC 700 SDs yeah. were the coolest things ever. Yeah, so. And so you can't find them. And the ones you do right. find, they're obscenely expensive. <laughs> so I'm trying to find a Micro 7. That, that's kind of what I have in my head. Um, for those listening, if you have or know where a micro seven that's is, right. hit us up. We will gladly horse trade to get one. Gladly. Um, there's a part of me. So my son has a, uh, so when he turned five or six, I got him a, a little rascal. Mm -hmm. Okay. A little 22 single shot. And it's just got a little 16 inch threaded barrel. It's a savage, uh, FVSR, rascal FVSR. It's a cool little gun. With a pistol can on it. That's right. No, 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 no. My pistol can's on another one. This has just a, uh, this just has a regular 22 can okay. on it. Um, but he's now eight, and, he, and that stock is like 2.3 inches yeah, long. Yeah, they're tiny. Like they're, they're tiny. Um, and he's kind of outgrown it, and he shoots my other 22s more often now. And so this thing has literally been sitting there. And there's a part of me, I'm like, I don't want to touch it because it was my son's first gun. And one day he'll leave the house and I'll be like, here, take your first gun. And I don't know, maybe he'll pass it down to his son or something like that. You know, that's how the, the story. Yeah, that's how we painted our mind. Yet then, it never happened. That's that like way. the logical part of my brain. The other part of my brain is also like, uh, F it. I'm going to yeah. cut that barrel. I'm going to SBR hey, hey, this John, thing. Where's the and, first gun you ever got? Uh, I, like I actually idiot. still have mine. I sold mine. I actually well, still I have regret mine. it to this day. Uh, mine was a mine was a twenty gauge shotgun that I got from my dad, uh, and I and it, I actually still have it. It's still at his house. I don't even have it, but it, but it's at his house. I know he has it. Um, that would, that about, would be true to me. His dad is a much better human than John. Yes, yes, he is. Um, but I'm thinking about SBR and a rascal. Uh, what and make it this small? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, it's gonna look like you know, like a cut down Mosin almost. You know, uh, with just a little single shot. Um, so that's something uh, that I think I'm working on. And okay, then uh, cut it, SBR it, put pick rails on it. Put of course, LA five on it, so you can shoot it at night with a laser. Um, yeah, that's what you should definitely do with it. All right, and then the last one. So this is actually a really recent one. I, I, I've had forty five seventies for for a long time. Cowboy and, tactical. And yesterday, okay, so I never got into the cowboy tactical thing. I never had a pick rail. I never, never did. We any make of that. fun of it pretty um, regularly. But yesterday, Adam and I were having an argument over a forty-five seventy load um, that I did. I knew what the load was. I didn't know exactly what it was. We're uh, talking about the Hornady Sub X. Load. Sub X forty-five seventy. And John's like, it's a hundred and forty-seven. No, 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 no. Like I, was, I thought it was like a two, two, two eighty no, or no, something. No, you were like, it's a hundred and forty-seven. No, like, no, I knew it was dude, bigger than like, like a forty-five. Three hundred. Yeah, we thought it was like three hundred and something. Uh, it's a four hundred and ten grain. Yeah. 
it's offensive yeah. how much lead that so, thing pushes out the front of it. And now, now you know, I hog hunt a lot. I, I don't really, I don't like subsonic rounds at all. But I was like, oh, no, 400, it, 410 grains. That's a refrigerator. Yeah, it's like getting um, hit with a baseball bat. Yeah, so I might build a 4570 night gun with a thermal on it. We have a single shot Henry 4570. No, no, it needs to, you, you gotta have you gotta have the lever action. Oh, I know, dude. Um, cowboy tactical. It's yeah. all about it now. <laughs> Next thing you know, John's um, no ba- baseball cap is gonna be big. That's cowboy right. Hat, me walking around with bandoliers. <laughs> Shooting uh, stuff out the side of his horse, but yeah, like like I don't know why, like like, and that's how I think most of us are. If you're watching below, you're gonna comment below. It's something oh. like that that spawns like I'm a whole a build. cowboy like cross draw holster it, for this, right? It's the same with it's the same with when you're like, oh man, I got a buffer tube. Uh, yeah. Guess I got to build another AR. Well, like when I got that, I was like, I wonder if they make a lever gun in ten millimeter, which they don't, and I think is offensive and a. Henry, get on it! Like right. a, a, a nine or an eighteen ninety four and ten mil. Come on, give me a break. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, I agree. Um, so those those are the builds I got going on, and um, you know, listen, guys, this is this is us. Um, we're we're all serious when we got to be serious, but this gun world. I mean, oh, and then we have the lightsaber across the front, you know, cause, yeah, cause because yeah, because you got to have one. It's the most right. dangerous weapon that's in the right. galaxy. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just, we love getting out. We love the industry. We love the sport of shooting. And fun guns is part of that sport. Yeah, 100%. Whether you're running a Draco with a muzzle brake right. or you're running oh, those, a, a suppressed, you know, 7.62 bolt gun. gun. Like, there's plenty of ways to have fun and not make this as serious yeah. as, like, like, I'm all about self-defense. I think... Ha- Having guns for defense are—it's it, something that we all should yep. do, and all should it's take a right seriously. And privilege that we have, but we also need to remember to enjoy our lives and have fun with the money that we make and spend. Yeah, because we only get one one shot on this earth for yep. a small amount of time, so go have fun. Why not spend it on something that your friends think is dumb, but you realize is the coolest thing ever? That's right. So, so guys, we hope you like this uh, podcast. And um, what I want you to do is, is leave a comment below also as what you would like to see us do a podcast on. We're going to be cranking these things out weekly and uh, with a ton of topics. Yep. Uh, we, got a, we got a board full. And it's just Adam and I. And we'll have special guests on here all the time, of course, as well. But, you know, when Adam and I get together, it's... Did we just you see... Oh, sorry. Sidetrack. Have you seen the new Ruger Wrangler Tallow Edition guns? Yes. Like they come with the cowboy holster. I'm trying to get John to do like this uh, cowboy fast draw thing with me because I, I want to show no. him how much better I am at no. it than he is. No, dude, when it, it's all about fanning the hammer, you get that no. in your blood. Cowboy no. tactical. So that's it. I'm leaving on that. All that's right, it. thank you guys. Cowboy tactical. If you have any questions, uh, hit us up in the comments yeah. or find us on our social medias. We appreciate the time, the consideration, the love, and uh, yeah. If you need anything, let us know. Have a great one, you guys. See ya.